listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 269 for December 28th, 2019. This week we talk about hiding pickles, a decade of psychological advancements, baking books, holiday travels, The Witcher, and real versus fake Christmas trees. So stick around for The Show. One, two, three, clap. Let me tell you how many cords I have around me. It's like I'm in a, it's like a, it, there's mines. It's like I'm in a war zone right now. If I move just how many the around wrong your way, neck? Not enough. Just probably. snuggle under those cords, ravioli. Oh, a little you just sn- take a deep sleep before 2020. Exactly. Honestly, I'm ready. I'm over it. This year cannot come to a close soon enough. This is the last podcast of 2019 of the decade. Is that, oh my God, is that right? I don't know if 2020, like, I don't know. I'm over decades being a thing. (laughs) We aren't even to the decade and we're already over it. It's just like, it's just like expectations are doubled because people are like, we're putting a lid on this decade. And I'm like, are we though? Isn't it until 2021? Yeah, because isn't there something like year zero wasn't counted or whatever? I don't know about that. I don't know how I don't know. Works. I just don't know how that works. Yet. Yeah. We're I, just listen. We're not a science podcast. We can only do so much for you here. We're not a Welcome science podcast. Welcome to the podcast? year 2019. Ugh, the last time. It's going to be weird saying 2020 in the intro next week. Um, yeah. I guess I've never set a date in the intro. So. <laughs> I've Good never luck. set a date I guess in my life. Send honey. your well wishes to Sam for saying one number higher than he normally does. I don't know. I, I have to learn the number first before I say it. So it's going to be a, it's going to be trials and tribulations for me. Let me tell you. Well, it's post holiday. It's post Malone holiday. How you doing? I'm OK. We just got in. We got in midnight last night on Christmas mm-hmm. Day. We flew home from Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm, I'm hurting all over my body, Just and I'm from, tired. Did someone throw you that, in the in the road? Did you get run over? Well, I've got that. I've got that introverted tiredness. That's like tired in your soul. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? From, Where from it's all like the social I, interaction and right. It was mm-hmm. a lovely time. We went to um, stay with my future in laws. Oh, oh my god! My god. I never That's thought I'd have future in laws. I know, but uh, uh, we stayed with them in Wichita, Kansas. Um, and the girls came down with their, with Tegan and Kai, the two little ones, ages six and two. Mm-hmm. And uh, Justin's brother, Andy, was there. So it was a full house. There were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Is that nine people? Oh, my God. It was God. a lot of people. But they've got, a, they've got a nice big house. There was room for everyone to, like, spread out, you know? Oh, that's nice. It wasn't, so, like, crowded and cramped. Yeah. You can escape noise if you need to. Oh, and mm-hmm. Piggy was there, of course. Oh yeah, little little baby piggy. Piggy flew, yeah, and um, it was a good holiday. But well, it's nice to be back home. It's nice well, to yeah rest. How long were you gone? We were gone for six days. Oh my god, that's a long time. I know that's like a long trip in my mind. Like a trip in my mind is like three days. Right. Same. Like when I go back to Arkansas, I'm like, all right, three days, and then seventy two hours, go. and then I'm bouncing. Yeah, I gotta go. Gotta so go. It was. It was good though because the first day it was just us. We were the only ones who got there. The kids arrived the next day. Justin's brother arrived the day after that. So we kind of it was kind of a gradual. Everyone got there. Piggy got to meet everyone in waves. Mm-hmm. So it was good. It was good. It was good. <laughs> if you can was, keep keep telling yourself that, really sweaty. Good. No, it was it was like amazing. I felt at home. 
But you know, it's nothing compares to being in your own home. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. You know, and right. I I saw your um your bidetless adventures on Twitter. Oh my god! And let me I'm, tell you, we got to get them bidets for all their toilets for next I can Christmas. Also relate. My butt is so chapped. I, I've only been at my parents' house for like four days, and I don't know what to do. And like caked, caked. Oh yeah, mud. But then underneath that mud is like a volcano mm-hmm. of Absolutely. red rawness you're like pompeii you know those statues of the people frozen in time Mm -hmm. that's my asshole i i don't know exactly i'm not gonna inquire about that metaphor i don't i don't want to know how that relates to your you know the statues in pompeii is your butthole a statue frozen in time caked in ash assy ash layers of acid and ash um santa should have brought my parents a bidet for christmas i should have I think we should gift bidets next year. You know, honestly, even if because I don't think my parents would even use them. But for my sake, when I come home, it's a it's a Christmas present to me at my parents house. That's what I should have done, to be honest. We went to uh, uh, Justin's got a gay uncle and we Mm -hmm. visited him and his partner in Wichita. And obviously they had a bidet. The exact same one we have. The bottoms. No, honey. I know. know. I was like, yes. Why is no one listening to the gays? That's well, what you need is a it's bidet. It's because we're annoying. So, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's you got me there. There's reasons why people aren't listening to us. I mean, I, you got me the there. List. Well, I'm glad that you at least had a bidet that you could visit while in Kansas. Well, it was, I, I did never get to use theirs. It was quite a ways away. Oh. But um, well, it was sorry. nice to know one was near. Mm-hmm. It, the comfort was there. Right. Well, good. Well, well I, how's... It, must, it must be nice, like, having. Because there, there aren't any other, like, openly gay people in on either side of my family that are, like, close. and so Oh, it, really? Yeah, so I don't have, like, a fun gay uncle or, like, anything like that. Like, I am the, the lone star out homosexual on both sides of my family. So I guess I we, along with, um, so Sandra and Stephanie, Tegan and Kai's moms. Mm-hmm. So eight of, well, no, that's four. Four gay people in that house, at least. Oh, my God. We're, that's, like, almost probably outnumbering the straights. I know. And then the kids, which you don't, you know. We don't sexualize the children. No, they they figure that out later on. Right. Their own journey. Their own journeys. Um, so, yeah, we were, we were, it was a very gay, very gay Christmas. Good. So, um, I, you brought Piggy down. Piggy was, you know, Piggy was fine on the plane. You drugged the hell out of him. Yeah, you know? he had some anxiety meds. He went under my seat both mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could pet him, sneak him treats, but he was mostly just like so out of it. Well, and he was probably so fucking best. tired yesterday when we got home. Like well, I mean, he jumped up on the bed, knocked my pillow over, crawled up on my pillow and went to sleep. Well, same girl. You know, traveling just takes it out of you. It doesn't matter what, oh my God. what species you are. I had three panic attacks at the airport yesterday. I saw on Twitter and I was, it seemed like you were doing so good in Kansas. And then as soon as you're coming home... The panic I know, starts. The, What's you the always deal? think the trip home's going to be the easiest one because right, you're ready. You're, like, you're on your way back to your familiar territory. Right. What Nothing happens? to anticipate. I don't know. That's just, just what my body does. It's Ugh. so weird because like I'll be okay. I was okay. I was probably a little overheated. I was decently hydrated though. Mm-hmm. I was staying hydrated that day. But it hits you and it feels like a wave going over your body. Mm. Like you feel it in your stomach first and it like pulses out to your limbs 
and you just start sweating. Honey, just nothing like, worse than the flop sweats. You sweat. You feel like you're going to throw up. I was mm-hmm. like gripping Justin. I, he had to go get me some ice from Dunkin' Donuts in the mall. The only place in the airport that was open was the Dunkin'. Well, of course, you know. And I was like, just tell him I'm pregnant. Give me some ice. Get <laughs> very fast. My wife's pregnant. Please, I need ice for her oh, feet my God. or whatever. I don't know. And then I got a headache from the panic attacks. Right, because that, you know, you're... That's a thing. Your entire body's running at a million degrees and a thousand miles an hour, you know. But I was able to... I was kind of proud of myself because one of one of them, I kind of shut down. I was mm-hmm. like, this is what's happening. This is what I'm going to feel next. I need to not try to feel that. <laughs> I need to breathe. Trying to suppress. <laughs> it's like an inward, like, all-out war. Honey. Inside you, you know? God. Anyway, how was your Christmas? <laughs> I haven't <laughs> I haven't had Christmas yet. Um, oh yeah. I am in I'm in the past. I'm talking to Joe two days in the past cuz but like oh my god, like ever since I got to my parents' place, I got to my parents' place um like almost a week ago, I have been just working. I have been doing work. I have been uh cooking a bunch of shit. I've been prepping stuff. I've been wrapping presents. And like the one day off we had was Christmas Day because the situation is that my my sister and her boyfriend, my sister had to work the um, Christmas Eve. And so like they couldn't be here. I mean, they got here Christmas Day, but it was like 8 p.m. And so we moved our Christmas Day two days forward. So like we haven't opened any presents yet. Like we're opening our shit on Friday. Um, And so basically the 25th for us was just hanging out, waiting for them to arrive that evening and just having a chill, relaxed day because all of us have just been, you know, preparing food and wrapping presents and going to the post office and waiting for things to show up, etc. And so I've just been on and on and on and go, go, go. Um, and I'm ready to open up my fucking presents. I'm ready for people to open up the presents I got them because, honey, I'm a pretty good Because, honey, giver. those pets are dead. Well, well, yeah, well, that's the thing. They're going to start stinking up that, you know, under the tree, you know, <laughs> honey, the, the, the meat's going to start rotting. You know, those hamsters, they're they're not kicking. Well, yeah. You know, I was assuming we're going to open up. But, you know, 48 hours is a long time for those hamsters to stay in those airlock containers. I don't know if they're going to be alive by the time. Little hamster balls. Honey, love me a little hamster ball. So, yeah, no, I've just I spent a lot of time with family. I visited my grandparents who are failing. My grandfather doesn't remember who we are. Um, But, you know, that's what happens when you're 98. Your brain starts frying. Finally. Uh, but it was nice to see them. We had really good food. I, you know, lots of relatives that we hung out with. It was, it was good. My anxiety was at a, at a good level. I've been maintaining that at family oh, events good. for the past couple of years. I've been able to like, I don't know, I'm, I'm on a good enough regimen now um, where I, you know, I'm, I'm totally pretty much fine around, I'm around relatives. I mean, like around the holidays, it's definitely more difficult and I definitely feel more drained afterwards. I don't think that's ever going to change. I think that's just like being an introvert. That's that's part of it. But I'm not like having anxiety attacks like you at the airport. Like, I don't think that I've ever had an anxiety attack that severe. But like being hyper aware of like what people are thinking about me and like just, uh, you know, flop sweats and like, you know, looking for exits like fight or flight the entire family dinner. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm very calm and alcohol helps. So. But it's been it's been good. And uh, today, the day that Joe and I are recording, this is probably going to come out Saturday. Um, we're having a, a a a Christmas celebration up at my aunt's house. And so that's where all my parents are going right now. Um, I'm I'm staying behind to record the podcast. I'm going to come up a little bit later 
um, which is fine because then I get some alone time in the house away from people recording the podcast, doing something I need to do, doing something I like. Um, but yeah, no, it's been good. It's been a crazy holiday week. You know, both you and I, you've been traveling. I drove and traveled people everywhere. No bidets, honey. It's like I'm living in a third world country. It's crazy. But you know what? Kansas Presence. is so flat. You know, that's what they say. I've never been to Kansas, but I, I heard through the grapevine that it's literally so fucking flat. Let me tell you, if the sun is not directly up in the sky in Kansas, it is in your fucking eyes. Oh, I hate that. That's so the dumb. The entire time I was in Kansas, the sun was in my eyes. Well, that's rude. Did you tell it to stop? Quit it. Quit it. Do you know cool. who I am? Do you make um Christmas candy? Um, no, my, so my aunt makes caramel, caramel. She makes some, like, some, like, little caramel candies. And we, we have a bunch of people. I don't think that we make candy ourselves because my parents get a bunch of Christmas candy and Christmas cookies from, like, their neighbors and friends. So we have a huge abundance of sweets during the Christmas season. And so we're like, we don't want to, we, we have too many of these. We don't want to make some for ourselves and whatever. Mm. But I know that you've been an avid baker. So did you bake anything when you were in Kansas? Did you, you know, use someone's oh, oven no. and do something? No. Um, but Justin's parents made, I think they made candy every single day I was there. Jesus Christ. Why? They made, um, I'm eating it right now as we're recording this. We got Ooh, fudge, honey. pralines. Um, they've got like caramel, and fudge layers. Have you ever had divinity? That sounds religious. Uh, Well, I thought it was. I thought this has to be like a Catholic, like their Catholic family. I thought this, I wonder if this is like tied in. Am I eating a piece of Jesus? Is that what this is? Honey, you never know. Let me tell you, sometimes when I used to go to church eating a cracker and it turns out to be Jesus. Yeah, yeah, you know, you never know. It's a surprise. Eating Um, out Jesus. No, it's like, um... I think it's just called divinity because it's like divine. It tastes divine. Mm, is what what, it is. What's in it? But it's it's like it looks kind of like meringues, but it's got walnuts in it. Oh. Um. But it marshmallow. It's it's kind of like homemade marshmallow. It's got corn syrup and sugar, basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's addicting. It's delicious, oh, honey. Um. So they made candy. I think I ate more candy than the kids. I mean, yeah. It's what she it's you know, you need you need to run off something, you know, you need it some sort wonderful. of energy. It was wonderful. Well, um, I um, I would be interested in you getting a smartwatch because so mine tells me my stress level throughout the day. Mm, oh, yeah. That's and right. it's, it's actually helped me realize like how like when I need a restful moment. Oh, like, and Justin's is the newer version, of course. His has a thing called, like, body battery. Mm, love body And it, like, battery. measures your input and the output and gives you, like, a percentage of, like, what, if you're running close to, like, a, a zero. Interesting. You know? Yeah. I wonder what vitals they're taking to, like, estimate that sort I of I think it's a mix level. of, it's heart rate and heart rate variability. So okay. how much your heart rate, like is variable mm-hmm. um and let me tell you those panic attacks though it said i had like four hours of high stress oh my god yeah and i never hit well i do hit high stress but never for that long like usually right. you have like five minutes of high stress a day but yesterday i had like four hours and something right right exactly just oh, like god. of my body screaming 
Uh, I'm laughing because I, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I can't imagine. You know, there's these things called um, doctors. Have you seen one about this? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Oh, my God. Speaking <laughs> of. Oh, what? Well, actually, I'll probably save that article for an after show. Okay. You better, you gotta pay us to listen to what I was about to say. Yeah, give us the coin, Hanny, patreon.com slash the show, Sam and Joe. Oh, I did want to ask you one more Christmas tradition thing. Oh, sure. Go for it. Have you ever heard of the Christmas pickle? Uh, no. I didn't either, but Justin's family does the Christmas pickle. This sounds fake. Well, what? It, it's a glass Christmas ornament in the shape of a pickle. So it's green, just like your Christmas tree. Mm hmm. Someone hides it on the Christmas tree. We They make it into like this, um, a contest. So we'll all go in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Grandma, with Justin's mom, hides the pickle in the tree. Mm-hmm. And then whoever finds it gets a prize. And you're, it's supposed to bring you good luck. I see. Lucky I found pickle. it this year. Oh. I got 20 bucks. Oh, my God. You got 20 bucks and three panic attacks. I got 20 bucks and three panic attacks for Christmas. <laughs> but God it's loves apparently... You. I was like, what? Like, I had never heard of it, but I looked it up on Wikipedia. There's a whole Wikipedia page on the Christmas pickle. So it's a whole thing. I literally don't think I've it's ever heard of this in thing. my entire life. So it's um, apparently created in the 19th century, which is the 1800s, I think, because mm-hmm. of year zero. Mm-hmm. Um, but people, it, it says it was commonly believed to come from Germany, but they don't think it did. They think mm. that's just like we just someone in the U.S. made it up. This sounds um, German, so we're going to say it's from Germany. Well, it says since, like, we've said it started in Germany, some Germans have picked it up. <laughs> so we, like, kind of pushed it. it back to them. Yeah, we're willing it into Honey, existence. We're exporting our culture. A, we're shoving you know, our culture on everybody else. If there's else. anything America would export, it's a fucking cultural tradition about a pickle. Uh, some estimate it came from the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um. Something about Camp Sumter. And then there's the Victorian era tale of St. Nicholas saving two Spanish children. I don't know why it specifies Spanish children who were Hmm. trapped in a barrel of pickles. Honey, been there. Um, And that says that comes from an even more gruesome medieval legend about a cannibalistic butcher storing a group of boys in a barrel and St. Nicholas restored them and resurrected them. You know, I love that Santa Claus is actually a necromancer. Anyway, I got twenty dollars. Well, I was, I was gonna, I was curious because I was like, well, we all know where Justin has his pickle. You know what I mean? In his pants. It's a penis in the in the tree. Well, I had to. Um, afterward, I had to take pictures with the pickle. Oh, so like, I yeah, think is that required to have a whole photo shoot with the pickle? I had to. I did. I had a a photo shoot with the pickle, but was I Tyra there was who Tyra Banks. Oh no. Okay. She could have given me some good smizing advice because mm-hmm. I was kind of dead in the eyes on Christmas morning. Well, I but, know we all. Um, I couldn't do anything suggestive with it, of course, because it was Ugh, family. Because moment. family. Ugh. So it's just me and a pickle ornament. Well, I'll see if I can get the pictures from Justin. I'll, I might put one up on Patreon. See, that is the Patreon-worthy content people expect from the show with Sam and Joe. That's it. Creepy dolls and pickle ornaments. Honestly, I mean, that's that's what you're paying for, truly, you know. And uh, so I, I need to see. I need to see that that picture of you in the pickle. Um, And I am expecting a Christmas card with that on it specifically sent to me. So, OK. Can't wait. I'll be checking the mail. OK. Um. So did you 
I know that you you and Justin like were buying things before Christmas for each other, right? Um, yes, he was getting me lamps. Right. And so did you guys like buy each other? Or did you did you have gifts for each other that you opened up on Christmas? Or did you kind of like, you know, you bought more expensive shit beforehand and that you called that your Christmas present. And so like you didn't buy big things for each other this year. Yeah, we didn't trade. And I mean, we can only we can only like get or give what we could pack. Right, you know? exactly. That's the thing about traveling so, on planes for Christmas. Like, you know, you're, you're yeah. packing, you know, you have to put everything in a suitcase and fly it over there. So um, we did our Christmas beforehand. And then mm-hmm. everyone, you know, kind of exchanged stuff Christmas morning while the kids were opening their presents. Right. Um, but just stuff like books, gift cards, you know. Easy stuff. Easy, easy flat pack stuff. Um, You were telling me before we started recording that Piggy basically has an entire suitcase full of presents for him that are all oh yeah he got like seven or eight toys Mm -hmm. which is great which is amazing it's nice that he's accepted into the family and i appreciate that they let him in their house you Mm -hmm. know because he's he's a difficulty sometimes (laughs) aren't all our children a little bit difficult you know Um, god bless them so it was it was sweet that he got so many he, so everyone had their Christmas and mm-hmm. then we brought Piggy in to have his uh, okay. because he gets a little overstimulated. He's mm-hmm. a sensitive. He's a delicate baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, with all the wrapping paper and people ripping into things, you know. Well, and being around a two year old and a six year old, you're not right. sure. And and then, of course, M&M's got spilled all over the floor uh-uh. during regular Christmas. So it was good mm-hmm. Piggy wasn't in there. Right, because he would have scarfed him right up. You have to go to the emergency He would have scarfed those. Yeah, yeah. So does Piggy do well in, like, unknown environments? Because this is the first time that Piggy's ever been in this in that house, correct? Yeah, he was okay, though. He, he'd already met everyone except Justin's brother. So mm, okay. he so was there cautious were familiar smells of him. Around. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he got, he found his comfortable spots really fast. He liked to sleep on the back of the couch. Cute. And he just settled right in. Oh, sweet little baby. Well, I'm glad he traveled well. You know, that's good to know that he, you know, you can shovel a bunch of, you know, tranquilizers in his gullet and he'll be fine on the plane. And then he just makes himself at home wherever he is. Oh, have you ever been to? Okay, I think airports are required to have pet relief areas now because there's so many emotional support animals. Right. Have you ever been in them? No. I mean, I've had no reason to. And so I've never like I never seek them out when I'm in an airport. But I'm, you're probably right. But I've no, I've never been. Are they like specific they're rooms? Are you they just outside? Never, they're inside. They're past TSA. Mm-hmm. Um, all the ones we went, in, like they were nicer than human bathrooms. <laughs> like I wanted to pee in them. Oh, like honey. it's a it's a room full of astroturf. Mm-hmm. Um, there are like fake fire hydrants set up. Oh my there God. are baggies. There's like a place for your dog to drink. You can like refill it and empty it. That's so cute. And it's, like, kind of away from everything, so they don't hear anything. They're not overstimulated. hmm I mean, Piggy Piggy was suspicious the whole time. Mm-hmm. but Of course, of course. He did better in there. As I'm the, sure you did so. better there in, too, in there, too, because it was, like, a, you know, sensory deprivation great. chamber. Literally. You should go check them out next time you're in the airport. Like, anyone can walk in. hmm Just just leave a little peek in. hmm But what if, I, what if I piss on a fake hi- fire hydrant? Or are they going to well, kick me out? I don't think so, because you're a dog. Well, true, you know. That was mean. I mean, I mean you're, that you're was a mean. woof woof, bitch. Actually, no, um, that, that, yeah, that, that can get into like some weird kinky fursuit territory. 
Never mind. We all know. That's where you take it. <sighs> yep. I don't know. It's I'm a closet furry, apparently. Anyways. Well, I, I found us an article. Um, we aren't doing our top tens, at least this week. I'm not sure what we're going to do next week. We, yeah, we don't know. We're, we're taking it day by day, week by week. It was just complete chaos this week for me. I had no time to prepare. So thankfully, Joe had a couple articles and things for us to chat about. But no, I, I was not ready to do our favorite things of the year. We usually do that towards the end of the year. But I feel like I'll probably be ready for it next week. Um, we'll see what like, happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what see. happens. We'll no see. promises, but we'll keep you all posted. But yeah. Um, but there are a lot of decade and review lists coming out recently. And oh, yeah. they're all kind of like, you know what's going to be on them. It's like top TV series of the decade, movies, mm-hmm. whatever. I found on Psychology Today a decade in review of psychology-related developments. Ooh. So put on your thinking cap because you're learning this Christmas. Uh-oh. Um. So it's just this guy who has a PhD, just this is like kind of his opinion. All these lists are obviously opinions. But it's an opinion from a doctor. It's opinion from a doctor. So already they're a few better than us. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it's just, just a list of topics. And then he talks a little bit about each one of them. But the top one is singlehood. Um, and they talk about marriage is declining. Singlehood, even with children, is increasing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people are kind of going away from uh, the notion that children are better off with two parents. Oh, interesting. Um, The second one is sexual fluidity. Oh, honey, so fluid. Fluids everywhere. Well, yeah, they they were talking about how in academic circles, the concept of either man or woman, homosexual or heterosexual, is just like redundant. It's just Mm -hmm. like not, you know, there's a whole spectrum, a whole fluid spectrum, and it can change uh, at some point in your life. You know, right, right, right. And this is the one I thought was interesting. Religiosity oh, honey. Um, has been replaced by atheism and spiritual, not religious. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. So, yeah, they say the fastest growing religion in the U.S. is no religion. Mm. And that uh, more people adhere to having no religion than Catholicism or Protestantism. Interesting. I mean, I feel like it makes sense because I don't know. I just just with. I think just as we progress as a society, if like a lot of people are questioning things and a lot of people are like, I don't like these rigid rules for no reason. Let me be free. Right. And that in science, more science yeah, you is know, coming science. to light. You know, that um, I think it has a lot to do with my generation grew up in church, our generation, mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And I think we were just so burned out by it. <laughs> we're just like, we, we want to go in the exact opposite direction from that. And and it just, it was so opposite of our worldview growing up in church, you know? Right. Like, church like, was like, you're straight. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, nope. What else are you wrong about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, and then it was like this. everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. And also, I feel like it's, you know, it's it's definitely the information age in the sense where, like, you know, you have all these, like, old-fashioned doctrines thrown at you in church, and then you have the internet that's like, oh, no, like, you know, birth control isn't bad, and, you know, gay people are okay, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And you're like, oh, OK, so you have these like this this contradiction from like, I don't know, the Internet and like scientists and doctors and shit. And you're like, oh, like maybe I should be thinking about this, too, instead of this old ass dusty book telling me not to eat shellfish and to hate gay people. Like, hmm. Like it makes you question things, you know, the the, the abundance of information via, you know, the world wide web, so to speak. Um, I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your Ed Sheeran. 
Yeah. yeah. You got yeah. your Ed Sheeran telling you what to do? Is that right? Does he tell people what to do? I literally have never heard him speak. <laughs> I don't know what Ed Sheeran's voice sounds like. All I know is that people like people read him online because he's I don't know. I've, I don't know anything about Ed Sheeran. He was in an episode of Game of Thrones once. It's all. And I've probably heard an Ed Sheeran song. I'm literally I'm uh, I don't know. I man. mean, at this point, we all know not to listen to J.K. Rowling, right? R- oh, honey, honey, <laughs> honey, honey, when you're <laughs> when honey. You're trend- the the only thing that I'm going to say about this is the fact that I love how every time we for some reason, like as uh, like uh, we've as a culture on the Internet, we've decided that when we figure out that an author or a creator of something that that is generally beloved, when we find out that that creator themselves is problematic, for some reason, we collectively as an Internet say, I can't believe that Hatsune Miku made the Harry Potter series. Everything oh, goes to Hatsune yeah. Miku. You'll like the one time in my entire life that both J.K. Rowling and Hatsune Miku were trending at the same time because we just collectively, as an as a, a culture, removed J.K. Rowling from the situation and was like, "I you will, Hatsune Miku made Harry Potter. That is now canon. J.K. Rowling is dead." And it was just so funny to me. I mean, it, you have to like have some sort of like lighthearted shit when. You know, the author of a, a beloved series comes out as a fucking turf, you know, like it's you got to have you got to cut that with something fun or else you're going to be super depressed for the rest of your life. So I'm glad the Internet kind of took hold of that. But I, I have know. a lot of thoughts and feelings towards J.K. Rowling. Well, and they the started thing, long before this one. That's the thing. It's like she's when you, just she just doesn't know things do you know what i mean she's just not educated on many things and it's just not not it maybe she is educated and she's still like that i don't know i don't know she's the thing is it's like everyone knew i mean if you didn't think something was off when the one asian character in the entire harry potter series was named cho chang if that wasn't, you know, that if that didn't give you a little bit of a side eye, then I don't know, honey. Like there, well, were... I don't know the I don't know the prevalence of that name, so I don't know about that. But I mean, like, why she, she just needs to anything? She after the series was over, she just tried to throw in so much stuff, like wow. Dumbledore's gay, mm-hmm. like all of this shit, and you're like, just admit you literally wrote your entire series from the viewpoint, and it's in a straight white world. Mm-hmm. You like stop trying to insert us in later because that makes it even worse. That makes it just admit that you wrote this for a straight white culture and move on and do better. You know, like stop <sighs> trying to reinsert minorities and diversity into a series that's done. Right. Like you're not Nothing's better than doubling down. Like what's worse than being like tacked on as an addendum? Like, right. you know, it's just so annoying. Yeah. I don't know. She just she. She doesn't like to admit, and then she, I don't, the whole Johnny Depp stuff too, you know, I don't, I just, I just, I won't get into it. Nothing is sacred. Everyone is horrible. And uh, apparently we have canceled JK Rowling officially. People have tried to cancel her before, but like, I think this was the final uh, stab, at least for a while, because people cancel people all the time. And then like six months later, it's like nothing happened. So it's like, welcome to the internet. She said wizards poop their pants. If exactly, and then they just that mad, she's lost control. Them away. Yeah, honey, if her you don't think gone. that she has lost control of her whole series, you just just read those first books, recognize the errors, and we yeah. gotta move on. They There's can some... still be good to us, and they can still be our childhood. 
Right. There's there's some people that just need to have their phones taken away from them so they can't tweet anymore. One of those is the president of the United States currently, and the other one is probably J.K. Rowling. Just take it away. Just just someone snatched her, the phone from her hand. I think they so did she, that to Adele. Uh, and probably did her I good. I think they took her phone anyway. You know, sometimes... Um, Other things on this list. We'll move on from J.K. Rowling. Oh, yeah, please. Let's move on from this. Um, Assisted suicide is on this list. It's been discussed a lot in the past decade. A lot of states are... I'm very passionate about, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of states are starting to allow it. Mm -hmm. Um, And religion is, like, pressuring legislators to restrict people's ability to do so, because what does religion not restrict? Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's slowly giving people... That personal freedom. Right. And then we've got um, the ascendance of women and decline of men. Oh, thank God. Keep it going. Um, so it says fueled by feminist and hashtag me too efforts. The decade was marked by female empowerment. And it shows like a list of like j- uh, books on gender, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then there's two more. Increased recreational use of mind altering drugs. Oh, yeah. So there's been a lot of research on like LSD and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this past decade and whatever. And uh, marijuana. Marijuana. Marijuana is starting mm-hmm. to be legalized. It seems like the person who wrote this, it seems like they've got a strong opinion. So I'm not really going to delve into what their opinion is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They've kind of got like, they want, let's see. They talk about they want only medical doctors to prescribe marijuana, shouldn't be available for recreational use. This is the only one where I feel like they've inserted their opinion into it. Hmm. Uh, And they talk about prohibition. They Mm. say limiting marijuana to medical prescription would likely yield the same benefit as prohibition. In prohibition, when alcohol wasn't regulated, a lot of bad things happened. Yeah, exactly. People were making moonshine in their fucking, in their tubs. Right, when it was just based, like outlawed, you know, it was right. It's a lot of yeah. I don't well, know. Well, I mean, we are we're already in a prohibition. We were already in a prohibition with marijuana. Marijuana had been, you know, illegal and on the states, you know, before ten years ago. Was there any state that allowed marijuana at a local level? I don't think so. I can't think of. I think all of those, you know, you know, recreational marijuana or the um, even just. Uh, marijuana, uh, medical marijuana. I feel like those laws are recent. I feel like they are like only in the past 10 years. And before that, you know, like you would find your local drug dealer at high school or whatever, but like you didn't know what was in that joint. You know, it could be cut with something that's like really bad for you. Like you have no idea. And that's the same shit with prohibition. Like people fucking died because they were drinking, you know, booze that wasn't properly made and it was really dangerous because like the alcohol content was too high or there was some sort of toxicity to it because there weren't well, any regulations. The smuggling of it, people going to jail unnecessarily. Right, just exactly. For drinking or selling alcohol. Just like yeah. today, where literally, since so many things are outlawed, people make billions off of the drug war exactly. and kill so many people from it, you know. It ruins lives, and then people go to jail unnecessarily. I don't know. I've got kind of a broad acceptance of drugs. Right. Same. I'm I'm very much on that boat where I'm like, I don't use drugs personally, but like, I don't know. I feel like that they were, you know, produced safely. Because like, the thing is, like, people aren't going to stop using drugs. Like, people have been using drugs and alcohol and having sex, like all of these, quote, bad things for, you know, hundreds, millions of years. You know, people always found, found, found ways to have fun. 
And so it's like I would rather lick toads. Yeah. People in Arkansas used to lick toads. Honey, you know, make toads legal. That's that's Honey, what I'm running on. Legalize toads. Legal legalize toads. Um, but it's like I, f- I feel like people are, aren't going to stop using these recreational drugs. So why not make it, you know, safer for them so they aren't, you know, accidentally killing themselves because they don't know what they're putting in their bodies. That's why, like, needle exchange programs exist for people who are like addicted to heroin. You know, because it if they're they're going to shoot up heroin anyway, they might as well like have a place where they can exchange dirty needles and get clean ones so they don't get infections. You know. There are a lot of um, like in Starbucks restrooms here. They have needle, um, like di- like disposal you- units. In yeah, the disposal. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is neat. Yeah, but you know? anywho's um, anywho. I don't know how this has anything to do with Christmas. Oh, we're done with Christmas, honey. <laughs> Move on. Burn down the tree, honey. We're done, honey. Um. Okay. Here's here's a question for you. That I we've probably talked about a couple times, but you know I have the worst memory of all time. It's been known on this podcast. Um, growing up and like at Justin's parents' house and at your apartment in DC, do you have a fake tree? And what were your traditions growing up regarding a real Christmas tree versus a plastic Christmas tree that you like get out of storage? We never had a real tree. It was mm. always plastic. The one at Justin's place was fake tree. Um. No, my mom was like, nothing living is going to come into the house except <laughs> us. Like, legit, we had no house pets. No nothing, plants. No plant. I don't remember any plants being inside the house ever growing God, up. God, your mom hates living things, apparently. There was like a plastic plant in the living room, but it was mm-hmm. not real. Like a fake succulent um, or something? Yeah, so I don't even know. But um, no, fake Christmas tree, the same one, like basically my whole childhood. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want the pine needles anywhere. Right. You know, the smell. I don't really like, I love the smell of like pine salt, mm-hmm. but like not I enough mean, to like want to sniff it. very different than a tree. <laughs> well, I guess so. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever smelled a real Christmas tree. Mm, interesting. But I don't think I would want to smell it all the time. Right. Right, right, right. Makes sense. Why do you have a real tree? Oh, yeah. I've never had a fake tree in my entire life. Oh, my God. What? Every, every single year. Um, so there, there's two ways, in at least in Montana, um, to get a Christmas tree. You can um, buy a permit for $5 or so and go into the National Forest in Montana and cut one down yourself. Or the Boy Scouts um, have Christmas tree lots that you can go to um, and you can like buy a Christmas tree for like $50 to $100. Um, and so there aren't other farms. Um, I'm sure there are other Christmas tree farms, but like those are the two most common ways oh, okay. to get a Christmas tree, at least for like people in, in around, me and in my family and around. Um, but yeah, like that's those are that's what you do. And I we've done both. Like we made it like when my sister and I were, were kids, we would make it a whole thing going Christmas tree hunting. We'd like take a weekend and we'd, you know, get in the truck and have hot chocolate and go and find a Christmas tree. And then here's something. You want, you want to talk about Montana right here? We would, uh, my dad would strap a rope to the back of the car and then strap it to a sled. And then we'd, you know, they, and my sister and I would get in the sled and we'd sled behind the car. Oh, that's Going safe. up in the mountains. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely safe. And it like, the rope snaps and you fly places. Yeah. Things you don't do in, you know, the 2000s that you did in the 90s. That. Um. But yeah, no. So like my my parents have a have a real tree. My grandparents always had a real tree. 
um, having a fake tree. I feel like having fake trees are more and more common up here in Montana because it's just easier and it's less expensive than buying a tree every year and you have to water it, etc. But no, like in my family, we've always had a real tree. And so it's it's very interesting to me because there's like there's two sides of this coin where like people who have never had a real tree and people who've never had a fake tree. And so we're on like different, different opposites of the spectrum, which we're I always just find so very interesting. Different. We're just Can we so different. Can we ever find common ground? And, and also like the tree that we got this year doesn't smell at all. Like some of them really smell like pine and this one like has no smell. So don't they have really like depends. praying mantis eggs in them? There was like a trending thing on Twitter praying where they were showing eggs. They're like these big things that hang on your tree. Pine and then you get them. Yeah. <laughs> and then no, um, like there are big praying mantis egg sacs on evergreen trees. What the fuck? I've never and they have to. You'll have like a bajillion baby. Like people were telling horror stories of coming home and baby mantises being all over their ceiling. Honey. Like at an alien. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll get you a, a, an infected tree for Christmas. You can have little baby xenomorphs in your living room. I think it'd be kind of cute. Like baby mantises <laughs> don't freak me out as much as. I think it'd be kind of cute. You know, the grown ones cute. are terrifying. Oh, absolutely. They look yeah. at you and they look in your eyes. Oh, yeah. No, they look, they stare into your soul. No, yeah. I've never had those. I mean, we have things up here. We have two things that infect trees. We have, um, pine bark beetles which destroy a bunch of forests up here then we have something called the spruce bud moth um and they they both like destroy forests up here they killed like hundreds thousands of trees a year um but no i've never i don't think my parents or i've ever like brought home a tree and then like there were you know insects on or anything probably because it's too fucking cold up here for those insects to survive on the tree so they're probably like you know there's not much of a risk but i don't know I'll I'll look out for praying mantises on my Christmas trees. You, you know? need to Google what their egg sacs look like. I'm sure they're fucking gross. I Maybe trust it's you. A, on this. I don't know where, what part of the U.S. they're prevalent in. I'm assuming they're probably you know more south more of where I am. Yeah, I don't know. That's gross. But oh uh, well, I just know there was a huge debate online this year about should you have a real one, should you have a fake one for environmental reasons, and that's right. valid. That's a valid discussion to have. Yeah. But I don't know if there was any, like, both had pros and cons. Right. I But, like, I can't imagine having a real, like, where the fuck would you get a real Christmas tree in, like, a city? Like, D.C. or New York? Like, what? Oh, no, they sell them, like, on the side of the street. There are huge really? mounds of, and okay. then after, the week after Christmas here. So, okay, on the sidewalk, there are little green pads. Like, there are trees lining a lot of the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not Christmas trees, but, you know, like, actual trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that... Uh, Christmas trees aren't hashtag real trees too, but <laughs> um, <laughs> no, Jesus. but you will like there will be mounds of Christmas trees on the streets for pick the week up after for, Christmas. Uh, yeah, for the for garbage people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have and then in too. New York, they just throw them out on the sidewalk, like mm-hmm. legitimately piles of dead trees. <laughs> okay, I'm not yeah. kidding. Like it yeah. is like, and for the next month, you'll walk past like. Evergreen Tree Cemetery, just on oh. the way to the grocery store. Like, R.I.P. Yeah, no, but they they ship them in here and they sell, mm-hmm. I guess, quite a lot of uh, real trees. Okay, I guess that makes sense because, like, I never knew I never lived in like a big city and had a you know had a Christmas tree. So it's interesting to know that you know they the the real Christmas tree market is still alive and well in the big city, not here out in the country next to the general store. So I remember. I feel like it's a good. I don't know. How much money do you make growing Christmas trees? Because it's know, like a like, renewable 
resource, you know, you You just plant them. Like Mm -hmm. I remember growing up, I think across the street from us growing up was a Christmas tree farm. Right. Um, But we know we never, that was not allowed. Not allowed. No living things inside the birdsong household. Not allowed by Mama Birdsong. (laughs) The thing about a Christmas tree farm that I imagine is that it's a really long-term investment because it's going to take like at least five, ten years for that tree to grow to like full size, right? Honey, now you genetically modify those trees. They're up. Is it just like they're ready to go, honey? You just pop them in and then boom, a week later. Pop them in and boom, honey. It's called genetics. Like like Animal Crossing. It's called um, a couple days later. GMOs. You got to pump some GMOs into it. Love a gummo. Love a GMO. Um, so yeah, I it's gonna be weird that we're we're hitting a, a new decade, but you know, I guess that's that's what happens as time passes, you know, shit shit keeps going, you know. I think that around this time next year, we will still be seeing best of decade articles because people will realize that it's just now the end of the decade. Just then. Um, yeah, probably. Cause that was like it when it was the year two thousand. Right? Is Wasn't right? everyone like, woo, it's the end of the century. I thought people were just concerned that everyone was going to fucking die, that planes were going to crash into each other because of the Y2K bug. Like, I don't... I don't I know. Wasn't... My parents let me do whatever. <laughs> Your parents were like, oh, well, well, if you die, if the world ends, it ends. So, I went whatever. to like a year 2000 party. I was in like sixth grade or something. Ooh. Uh... And I remember everyone was concerned, like all the electricity was going to go off. And my parents were like, just go. Who Have cares? Have a good time. Right. It happens, it happens. Let's see. How old was I in the year 2000? Okay. Uh, I was seven. So, like, I barely remember. I remember my, my parents kind of had a couple people over, and I remember them popping a bottle of champagne when, like, the ball dropped or whatever on the year 2000. But that's all I really remember about that. Like, I have this one that, slight memory. Yeah, 12. 12 is, 12? like, sixth grade, right? I think so. Something Eight like is that. third grade. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, sixth or seventh. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't major in math. No. No, honey. No, no. ma'am. But yeah, um, no, th- I anyway. think that's the difference between now and, and uh, the year 2000 is that like we don't have any like, you know, apocalyptic event that we're assuming is going to happen when, you know, in during the new year. So less exciting. But, you know, it's another 10 years that passed, man. It's crazy. Wild. Wild. Anyway, should we uh, do we have any other any other things you want to talk about or should we move on to our favorite things? No, we should talk about um Later on, we'll talk about um, uh, Star Wars eventually. Have you seen it? I haven't. I haven't oh, seen okay. it yet. We'll talk I've... about it like next week, maybe. Okay. Okay. Because I, I am going to see it. I've seen the first one of the new trilogy. I haven't seen the second one, but we have it downloaded. My dad and I are going to watch it. It's not and, good. Well, I've I've heard it just kind of is, it's it's a, it's a lot. It there are a lot of opinions going. on it. Yeah, it yeah. just keeps going. Um, And then... My sister really wants to go and see it at the theater with uh, her boyfriend and my dad and I. But I can't see the third one without seeing the second one. The thing that I really enjoy about like all of the the hubbub about Star Wars is that I was I'm I've never been invested in it. So like I don't have anything to lose. I can just like see it at, at kind of in a neutral zone where like I it's not it, I didn't really watch them when I was a kid. Like I don't have any nostalgia attachment to the Star Wars series. So like I good or bad is just an experience for me like i'm not i'm not torn on anything at all i'm not invested and so it's interesting to see like all of these really passionate people talking about star wars even like the old series or the new series or this reboot or that reboot and like oh it's really good oh it's really bad here are all the problems because i'm just like sitting back sipping my tea being like you know i'm glad i'm not i have no what's what's the phrase i have no something in this fight investment I have no, 
Yeah, whatever. I, or you I, could say, I don't, I have no dog in this fight. Yeah, yeah, I have no dog in this fight. And so I'm just watching other people yell at each other online. That was, was an Wars answer on Jeopardy. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. I love Jeopardy because everyone's way smarter than me and I'm, I get jealous. That's just called life, honey. Yeah, that's when I flip through the channels on any television station. It's like, oh, you're smarter than me. Um, Were you a big Star Wars fan growing up? Like, what's your, what's your uh, uh, history with Star Wars? So I, rem- I grew up watching the original ones. My dad loved them when he mm-hmm. was, I don't know, they came out when he was a teen or something. Mm-hmm. So I loved them. He made us watch them. Um, and then when the when one, two, and three came out, I remember going to see one in theaters. Hated mm-hmm. it, obviously. Jar Jar uh-huh. Binks. It was weird. Oh, Jar Jar. I didn't like the kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just didn't like it. Um, and so I didn't see two or three. Mm. But then when I moved in with Justin, I finally watched two or two and three. And they're mm-hmm. okay. They're not. I don't really like the first three in general. Mm-hmm. But um, I've liked the newer ones. I thought mm-hmm. The Force Awakens was fine. Mm-hmm. I thought the second one, whatever it was called, was okay. The Last Jedi, is that what it's called? I think so. Because Laura Dern was in it. And I was like, okay. Oh, I love Laura Dern. She's not great in it, though. I'm, yeah. Like, can I just say she's not great in it? But just, she's like, in it. Her in and general. so that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then I thought that I thought Rise of Skywalker was okay, but I had a couple issues. Well, I'll talk about whenever you see it. Okay. I'll 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 see it before next week, I I feel like, and then we can we can chit chat about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um anyway, I, shall we? Uh, oh, go on. Uh, oh, I was gonna say something that isn't my favorite thing. Um oh. I have I have something that isn't my favorite thing this week. Yeah. Last night. Uh, so we were uh, my sister and her boyfriend got here. We ate dinner and we all kind of wanted to hang out. And so we were trying to find something to watch on Netflix. And we ended up watching Marriage Story with um, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. And I I think my mom was expecting it to be like more like lighthearted. <laughs> Oh, and God, has she not seen any trailers? No, no. She, she, all she knew is that it was good. And like, I, I, I just, you know, I, I heard that it was interesting. And it's about I, divorce. I yeah, I didn't mind it at all. It's just like it's literally the entire movie is just kind of a slice of life about right. a messy divorce. Like, that's that's the plot of the entire movie. And I thought it was like a really interesting concept. But it was like, you don't feel like. It really good at the end of it. It's just like, okay, this thing happened and now there's some sort of resolution. Like, and that's it. Like, it's, there's nothing, you know, it's just like a slice of life about like a messy divorce. And so at the end of it, my mom was like, oh, wow. Like, I thought, I thought it was going to be better. <laughs> and I was oh, like, I didn't, no. think was, I didn't think it was bad, but it was like, you know, I, I, it wasn't really what I, I, I didn't know much about it going into it, but I, a lot of people were like, were memeing it. When he like punches a hole in the wall, people were memeing that on Twitter. Um, and so I knew about that scene, but that's about it. Um, but yeah, no, did you watch it? Have you seen no, it? No, I haven't seen okay. it yet. It's literally just like, there, I don't know, there's, there's nothing incredible about it. Just the sense that it's good storytelling and it's a slice of life about, a you know, divorce. But I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's not bad, but it's like not the type of movie that I seek out, I guess. Anyway, sure. we watched it. And it wasn't my favorite thing. So there you go. It's almost like not every movie is made for you. Yeah. You know what? Allegedly. It's almost like it's, it's almost not for like, us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and also like straight people getting divorced, like a tale as old as time. Well, who cares even? Honestly. I wish more you know? straight people did get divorced. I mean, tr- honestly. Yeah. 
Anyway. Straight people stay together. So can you imagine? Can you imagine clinging gonna... to someone like a straight person clings to their spouse? Mm-hmm. Get a grip, like you, Brenda. Like you clinging to Justin during a panic attack. Oh my god! Imagine? Thank God he is so calm. <laughs> like I, he's unfazable. Like That's I will amazing. be like full on gripping him, gripping the seat, like heaving. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, I was like heaving at the gate in Wichita <laughs> before our first flight. A little mm-hmm. kid and his parents were sitting across from us, and his kid wanted to like take our trash. Uh-huh. I don't know. This kid had like a Lego dump truck and was like on this like cleanup kick or something. I don't know. But the Ugh, kid kept trying to talk to me. Yeah. And he was like, do you have any trash? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like literally dry heaving. I was like rubbing. I had taken my hat off and I was rubbing ice like on my scalp. I was like, can you get away from me? I am. I obviously I You're look in my like bubble. I'm dying. You're in my bubble. Oh, my God. I was like, and Justin was just like, yeah, you can take our trash. <laughs> Justin's like, I'm just sitting here. And then you the know? kid tries to throw his his fucking Lego truck in the trash on X and his mama to fish it out. Anyway, <sighs> that just added to my panic attack. I just imagine you, you know, like when cats like are are about to throw up a hairball and they yeah. like arch their back and they're like, you know, moaning that lo- like low, like growl. I just imagine that's you. And then just like heaving. Literal <laughs> that's you heaving. in the airport. Like just sweat pouring down my face for no reason. Heaving. That's so hot. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, straight I'm people, so am sorry. I right? Anyway, Control straight your people. kids, straight people. It, it's like dry heaving in an airport, basically, getting here. Um, anyway. Should we move on to our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. Um, so Joe, what is your favorite thing this week? My favorite thing. Uh, or a couple things. One I bought myself for Christmas and one I got for Christmas. Oh, They're yay. Books. Ooh, um, honey, these boots are made for walking. Books. Oh, I thought you meant boots. With a K. What's a book? A book. You read a book. Oh. I like to read I, books. I don't, know what, I don't know what that means. I, I like I to read books. Mm, I see. I see. So that what, was supposed what books? to be German. It wasn't German. Anyway, um... So the week before Christmas, or maybe a week or two, I had pre-ordered Nancy Birth Whistle's cookbook. She was the winner of her season of uh, Great British Bake Off. She's my mm-hmm. favorite. I watch on Instagram every single day. She posts like cooking videos, house cleaning tips, just everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I had pre-ordered her book. I got it right before Christmas. And then for Christmas, I got Kim Joy's book. She was not the winner of her season, but she was in the final. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they're both good books. Books. Nice. They're cookbooks. Love a cookbook. So are, are there books. any specific recipes that you want to make out of those books? Or um, you just want, want to have them just to support them? And, and No, no, no. no. Nancy's is the Bible. It's got I tips see. on everything. Like oh. she's, I don't know how old she is. I think she's 70s, maybe. But she's, mm-hmm. I mean, she's, you know, cooked and gardened and baked her whole life and she's got tips on everything and she's also very into environmentally friendly stuff so she's got those kind of tips too um so hers i imagine i will use for everything like Mm -hmm. every basic recipe i get for the rest of my life i'll probably get on nancy's uh book hers Mm -hmm. is called sizzle and drizzle Ooh, honey and she signed it for me (gasps) what she signed it How'd you get that signed? Well, she self-published. She just, oh. she got them all printed. She she had a small press there 
uh, make do the run for her. So they're all printed in the UK. She splurged on like really amazing binding. She's having her kids pack and ship them. She's signing every copy. Oh my god! Like, it is the sweet, and she she sold thousands. Um, oh my god! It was on one of the. I think she mentioned in an Instagram story that she self-published because she shopped around for a while and nobody would give her a deal. Yeah, so she's like, I'll just do it myself, goddammit. Well, and it's like, she has tens of thousands of Instagram followers. Why would why were they not giving her a book deal? Like, that was so annoying. And she right. won her season, you know? It's not like she, yeah, what she the was fuck? the first well, how, person eliminated. How is that so not part of know. the prize? I don't know. So, well, you don't get a prize on Great British Bake Off. You get, like, a cake stand. Oh, okay. You get, like, a... You get a a, a, a nice warm embrace from That's all. Mary yeah. Berry or someone. I don't know. No, she's gone. You get the creepy embrace of Paul Hollywood now. <laughs> um, I hate uh, him. I, I, like I, him. I, for, I thought that, like, I thought that Paul Hollywood was a porn name, and then I figured out who he was. No, that's his real name. I know. Imagine having the last name Hollywood. And Mary Berry, too. Her real fucking name. Yeah, Mary Berry. Well, at least I feel like Mary Berry just looks like a, you know, a a mummified woman. You know, she's less creepy than She's lovely. I I do love her. Mm -hmm. I don't like Paul. Paul Hollywood is, he is toxic machismo. (laughs) Toxic masculinity. It's so gross the way Mm. he does things on the show. But anyway. (laughs) <laughs> um, Nancy's cookbook anyway. is amazing. Kim Joyce mm-hmm. is more like um, cute decorating. Like okay. she'll make macarons in the shapes of like cats. You oh, know. that's cute. There's like a space cake. Mm-hmm. It's it's she's like a absolute pro at making really good decorations. So nice. hers is about like that too. And of course, she gives the recipes as well and tips on how to decorate. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like the best of both worlds. Getting both of them. Nice. If there's one thing I am horrible at, it's decoration and um, like plating. Oh, I just presentation. I, I don't have. Yeah, I'm horrible at presentation. I can make food taste good, but it'll probably look awful. So that's okay. I need tips. So anyway, those sound like really good. good books. Yeah, they're good. I think Kim Joy's is just called Kim Joy Baking. Baking mm-hmm. with Kim Joy. Okay. One of those two. It's beautiful. It's pretty. Nice. Check well, them good. out. Check them out at your local bookseller or online, probably somewhere. Um, how about you? Um, my favorite thing this week is kind of controversial, I guess. Oh my god! It's only controversial because I don't know media. Um, my dad and I started watching The Witcher on Netflix. Um, it's this. It's a new series based off of both the books and the video game. Um, I think they're. It's originally Polish. I think the the author is a, is Polish. Anyway, so yeah, they made like a, a a TV adaptation. I think it's like only eight episodes on Netflix. And it's not perfect by any means, but I feel like it's fun. I feel like it's a good time. Um, and I don't know, my dad and I are very into like high fantasy, like Lord of the Rings sort of, you know. Skyrim-y. Yeah, Skyrim job, that, those sorts of things. Yeah. And so The Witcher, the Witcher was uh, kind of tripped our trigger a little bit. And my roommate started watching it. Because I was busy with, like, you know, work shit, and she had a couple days off, like, a week ago when it came out, and so she binged it, and she, I don't really think, I mean, she watched Game of Thrones, but it wasn't her favorite, but she said she really enjoyed The Witcher, and so I was like, okay, so my dad and I started watching it, and the story is kind of convoluted, and it's one of those things where, um... Like, there's things that are happening in the past, and then the next thing is, like, in the future, and you don't really know, like, where in the timeline you are, and that can be kind of frustrating. I think that's one of the biggest gripes that people have with The Witcher so far. Um, 
but yeah, no, I feel like it's it's a good time, and I needed some like high fantasy series to watch because like Game of Thrones is over, and like you can only watch Lord of the Rings so many times, and like I'm not gonna watch The Hobbit because there's too many people involved and etc. Um, so yeah, no, we oh I think we're in episode six right now, my dad and I, and it's nice to kind of like have something you know that just you and your dad are watching together, and so we've been enjoying it. Um, but yeah, no, I it, it's getting mixed reviews online. I think it's it's pretty like lukewarm reviews about it but it did get picked up for a second season so at least it'll be a, a season two um but it's reminding people a lot of like the third the first season of game of thrones where it's kind of like it seems kind of low budget even though it's a netflix original series and like it had a lot of money going into it but some of the cgi is kind of iffy um like one like it could be like one seemed like really good cg and then the next scene it's like really cheap colored contact lenses and it's like come on um so it's it kind of feels a little a little bit cheap, even though there was a lot of money um, getting thrown into it. But I, I don't know. I'm enjoying it for what it is. And um, I really like the main character. I feel like the the Witcher himself is is really cool and interesting. And isn't he like hot? His... Why haven't yeah, you he, mentioned he... how he looks? Why aren't we well, sexualizing he... him? Well, I, we should sexualize more men. Yeah, he's very hot and like super ripped. And he has this like silver hair and he's like super like greasy. Definitely my type. Um, See, I've never played any of the Witcher video games. I would yeah, like to play either. Witcher 3 on I've Switch. Heard, I've only heard really good things about the Witcher video games. And well, it's supposed I think, to be one of the greatest games of all time. Like, it's yeah, I, consistently I, I, in the top five of, like, greatest games. I have the first games. two on Steam, but I've never played them. So maybe this will well, get me into playing the Witcher. I've never played them, but I have looked up naked pictures of the well, main. That's, and that's what the meaning of Christmas is truly right. about, Joseph. So you know? I feel like I've seen him naked. Maybe I'll watch his show. Right. Maybe. I mean, he's less naked. He is naked, but you never see his dingaling. So unfortunately, we still have a ways to go in progress. Maybe in this next decade, we'll have more dinglings on Netflix. You know? I sure hope so. Well, they I edited out Jason so. Derulo's dingling and cats. <sighs> I, That's what I heard on the Twitters. I don't think I'll ever see Cats, and I'm no. at peace with that. I'm upset that people are predicting it becomes like a cult movie. Like, that's cult movies are movies that not a lot of people see, but that are, like, good and weird. Actually good. And, like, Cats is this mass, too budgeted. They gave too much of a budget to. It's weird. It's fucked up. Every famous person is in it. It's a money grab. They Yeah, they put every celebrity who doesn't act in it. Another well, thing along they with can like throw James Judy Corden Dench. into. They, they, did they put, wait, who? James Corden. I don't even know who that is. He's, uh, he's super annoying. You know exactly who he is. James, look, look him up. I thought you said um, Corbin Blue, and I was about to say, what? Oh, honey, oh James wish. Corden and Taylor yeah, Swift. Yeah, you know exactly who he is. It doesn't he do carpool karaoke? He does everything I hate. I don't like carpool karaoke. Honey. Join the I'm club. quirky and I don't like it. I don't like things normies like. I don't like it. Um, no, but I don't want to see cats. But I will no. watch The Witcher. I'll, yeah. I think I'll give it a go. Yeah, give it a go. It's fun if you like high fantasy. Um, just like I don't know, go into it with an open mind. Um, and I don't know, don't expect too much out of it. I don't know. I just enjoy it for what it is. Like I needed some high fantasy in my life, and I don't mind it. So I think, I think you just like saying high fantasy. I love high fantasy, honey. I'm high for fantasy. Honey, she's high fashion. She's high fantasy. Honey, I'm giving you the fantasy. You know? Anyway, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Good holiday season. I hope your Mm -hmm. actual Christmas goes well. Your I can't wait to open all of my boxes of coal. 
That's what you just, it's what she deserves. It's what she deserves. And honestly, I need something to heat my apartment. So it'll come into good use. Well, uh, Merry Holidays, everybody out there. I hope you're mm-hmm. having some nice holiday relaxation, post-holiday and a relaxation. Happy New Year. And what better way to relax than to listen to our after show, which you can be listening to both this week and next week if you're a mm-hmm. Patreon patron. We will have yes. one, uh, I guess, sometime this weekend, whenever whenever Sam's able to. Sam's busy yeah, guy. Yeah, I'll get it out. Um, but you'll have you should have one this week and next week. Uh, Mm -hmm. But otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope y'all are all doing well. Hope you have a wonderful and be safe New Year's. And uh, we will see y'all next week. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Allison B. Andrew G. Austin D. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte S. Chris K. Christopher C. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. DeVoy C. Feliciano D. Erica V. James P. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Maurice W. Michael C. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rose G. Sandra P. Scott A. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.